0: In a world where James Franco is still considered a credible actor, and Mike Busey can open a place called the Sausage Castle, one podcast will rise. One podcast will take a stand. Its hosts steadfast and strengthened by snark and snobbery. This podcast is Cinema Geekly.
1: For the Cinema Geekly Podcast, episode 129, Cinema slash premium. Head on over there real quick uh, and check it out. Uh that's where all of our wonderful premium podcasts live. And you can access them for twelve dollars. It's a one-year subscription. So many podcasts. We just added a new one to the list. I'm a doctor not a podcast, which is all Star Trek. Uh, I gotta say,
2: the past few podcasts that we've done, you naming them has just been so on point. (laughs) Uh, It it, it all goes back to Hear the Walking Dead. That might be the best podcast name I've ever heard, but then you hit another home run with I'm a doctor. Uh, Brilliant, Uh, sir. Yeah,
1: I'm really proud of Hear the Walking Dead. I was stunned that nobody thought of that. I thought for sure
2: Hardwick already had that tattooed on his dick somewhere.
1: Yes, right. I I I mean I go look, uh as we've discussed before, I I follow all proper legal proceedings, and that is that I Google the name of the podcast, and if no podcasts appear on the first page of the Google search results, then <laughs> I must assume that nobody else has used it before.
2: Yeah, that according to legit. Ben, our lawyer, page two is where all legal precedence goes right out the window.
1: Yeah, that's right. Uh, and that's ac- That makes sense. And that is according to Ben, who is in fact a barrister. I mean, British law may be different from the law. American
0: states. law, it, it kind of is, but that's okay. <laughs> uh, <laughs> Go with it. Uh,
1: so on the podcast this week, Aaron De La Aaron, how are you doing? Fantastic, sir. How are you? Oh, sir, I can't even begin to tell you. The I'm joy still riding the high from, in my heart. from seeing the film. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I haven't quite come down yet. Uh, <laughs> First timer on the podcast, Jacqueline Riley. Jacqueline, how are you doing?
0: I'm doing pretty good, thanks. Uh, I'm up in the north now, so it's freezing up here. Ready to go where, back down
1: south. Where are you, where are you at right now?
0: <laughs> I'm on Long Island right now.
1: Oh, okay. Uh, well, I, was, I was looking for specific GPS coordinates. So oh, somebody... GPS
0: coordinates? Okay, uh-huh. I'll send you my address later, but don't worry about I, it. I've
1: had their iced tea. I wouldn't, <laughs> wouldn't recommend too many of them. No,
0: no, no, one or two is fine. <laughs>
1: um, I'm, I'm I'm guessing freezing, but not freezing enough to be snow. Is it snowing?
0: No, no it's not snowing, and, and it and it hasn't snowed yet this winter, which makes me real worried that it's going to snow while I'm here. Oh, uh, so yeah,
1: no good. We'll,
0: no, no, I I moved t- uh, to Tampa for a reason.
1: <laughs> for the warmness. <laughs>
0: for the warmth. Not
1: yes. not for the crazies. For the
0: warmth. no, 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 not for the crazies. I just ignore those.
2: <laughs> um, Paul Coleman lives down there. That oh, man. All, all He's of one those. of
0: the crazies, though. Oh.
1: That's true. Oh, Come yeah, yeah. Now. I guess he is. Isn't Good he
0: is now. Come on. Yes. <laughs>
1: um, okay, so uh, we do have a bevy of trailers that came out. And we do have a trailer talking expert on the podcast this week.
0: It's so true. Yeah.
1: So many trailers. Do you want to so talk... Tough. The trailers first. Can we hold in the Star Wars joy and glee, or do you want to get that out of the way first and talk about Star Wars? I think uh, we should do the trailers first. Cause once you get the Star Wars ball rolling, it's, it's not going
0: to stop. That's yeah. a, that's
2: a powerful train. You're going to want to step in front of you. Know what I mean? Okay.
1: Okay. Yeah. So let's go all the way back. Now, some of these, um, Jacqueline has, I'm sure already discussed on, uh, that's on likely. her show. The following has been approved slash. We approve it. Also on the website, people can go and check those out. Um, Maybe you have some more to add, I don't know. Or maybe you could be like, I don't know, my thoughts are on the podcast, go listen to it. Uh, But we will find out, uh, the first of which, uh, scrolling all the way back down here to uh, December the 10th, uh, the second Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles trailer, uh, I believe it was called at one point Half Shell or something like that, but they've since changed the subtitle to Out of the Shadows
0: uh I'll be honest. i had no desire to see the first one mm-hmm. of those um this one though it looks a lot more cartoonish comic booky i'm kind of into it i think it looks pretty good um i'm i'm really just hoping that vanilla ice also makes an appearance because I've
1: got to right
0: right like they have to <laughs> um a thing i think the, they uh,
2: should just make one of those tupac mirages of vanilla ice <laughs> from 93 oh, yeah they, in the, movie. the turtles
1: just the turtles just go to some alternate dimension Coachella where right. vanilla- <laughs> I, I don't, don't want Bob Uecker
2: ice showing up, uh, you know, to to do some ninja rap in this one. Uh, well, here's the thing: <laughs> I've
1: ice. I've got uh, as as I was talking to you guys about um, off air, uh, and Aaron already knows this, but I've got an older daughter who is a big Ninja Turtles fan, like so big that she loves everything. She loves the cartoon from when I was a kid. She loves the original movies from when I was a kid.
0: The original she- movies are badass. Yes. Yeah.
1: Well, with Pardon. the exception of the third one. Uh, oh, I
0: don't count that one. Sorry. What okay. was the third
1: one? Uh, turtles in Time, sir. <laughs> oh, yeah, I, I, guess I, I guess I don't that even one.
0: remember that one.
1: Yeah, you at least the first two. It's 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 terrible. Um, <laughs> and uh, of Google. course, and punch. of and of course, she wanted to see the uh, first of these uh, these two turtles movies, hmm. and so I have in fact seen that movie. We talked about it on the podcast when it came out as well. Um, uh. I believe the sentiment at the time was, and I did not like the movie, but I believe the sentiment at the time was the Turtles were not the thing that was wrong with that movie. It was that they made it Teenage Mutant Megan Fox, like it was kind of the April yeah. O'Neil movie. And people are like, no, no, this is not a good move. Uh, this trailer, it feels like at least that they're she is going to be more of a background character, and it's going to be way more Turtle-centric. Uh, I hope so. The Little Kid and Me... Geeked out a lot when they had the the turtle van slash dump truck, whatever it is now, the garbage truck. Yes, and it opened up and shot out the sewer grates. Like that was a toy I had as a kid, yeah. and it's in a movie. That's I awesome. The fucker
2: always got stuck after the first two, man. The third yes. one always held
1: up. <laughs> Those horrible always toys that we settled for as children. That's pieces yes. of this shit. Uh, but that that was that was great. There are. Um, there are def- there's some stuff that they're teasing, like some Dimension X stuff. It looks yeah. like there Praying was some Yeah, yeah, there looked like there were some pieces falling from the sky that looked like it'd be part of the Cosmodrome or something like that. So they
0: have a lot of things. Uh, like Casey Jones is coming in this yes, one. Stephen Amell, Stephen Casey was- Jones.
1: Yeah. Um Oh look, wow. Can I we- don't know how I feel about that. To be <laughs> perfectly <laughs> honest. He's so pretty, but He's fuck, so man. pretty. Oh, he just
2: he just can't quite turn it on just to become like
1: it, 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 oh, I, thought I, was gonna, I thought he was going to give me some sort of New Yorker accent, something along those lines. But Lee, really, dude? He no, sounded... I hope he
0: doesn't. That's <laughs> no, because no, no no no. does a New York accent. Why well, even make
1: him talk? Just have him be like a, like Jason Voorhees
2: when he's in the hockey mask. You his...
1: don't have to. You don't have to. But but he, uh, but what he I, takes his shirt off. You, know you should
0: just it, be the strong silent type. Yeah. All
1: I'm all I'm saying is I've heard Stephen Amell talk as Stephen Amell before, and he only had maybe a line or two of dialogue in the trailer. But it just sounded like Stephen Amell reading the lines, like "Hi, I'm Casey Jones." Like, yeah, you know, that's basically just, what it was. There was nothing to it.
2: So you know what much... they could do is uh, maybe they could get Andy Circus to dub in his lines.
0: Oh, that'd be awesome! <laughs> right? That would be awesome.
2: I
1: mean, there's nothing he can't do.
2: No, no. that's what I'm saying. He's
1: that goddamn talented. Let Andy him voice Casey Jones.
0: Can do anything.
1: Yeah. <laughs> uh maybe they yeah, I, it's like I don't know look at this point so far uh <laughs> I prefer the Casey Jones from the original movies easily Elias Coteus of course um Elias Coteus what's he doing what's he up to can we get him on the show I'm sure we can <laughs> dude he's like a, a
2: mega him, all he does is dramas now
1: I think he's like Oh really? Yeah, he's left the
2: turtle genre far
1: behind. I know he's really busy right now, but in the twenty in the two thousand seven, the TMNT animated movie they did, Chris Mm -hmm. Evans was the voice of Casey Jones. Really? Uh, I think he would have been a better Casey Jones, but he might be a little too busy uh, these days. Um, Aaron, what did you think of? of this trailer is the, I'm guessing this isn't making it onto your must see 2016 list in theaters but are uh, you Oh con, contrary my friend really uh, they sucked me right in with it it was like watching the cartoon like I
2: I watched the trailer and I was like god damn it like you know I saw you put it up and I was like I didn't want to hit play but it's like I had a spare minute so I did and uh, I was just grinning ear to ear by the end of it you know you see Bebop and Rocksteady I mean the, you know the turtle <laughs> band it's just like oh my god they did, they they finally you know they're ignoring all the bullshit they did from the first one they're like here we're just gonna give you fucking you know you morons an hour and a half long cartoon which is all you really want and you know yay you know of course yeah. I'm gonna to see this yes I'm dying to see it now it's like oh it, you know probably not opening weekend I'm not I'm not gonna get too crazy but you know yeah. maybe like second or third week run you know what I mean when the crowds die down and nobody recognizes will see me there <laughs>
1: It looks like they made some alterations to the character models as well. They look a, a little, little bit. They look a little, a little less baby Shrek. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> giant, giant baby Shrek. They look a little less giant baby Shrek. Um, and
2: Gary Anthony yeah. Williams, uh, you know, and then Seamus are doing uh, bebop and rocksteady.
1: Yeah, I can't believe mm-hmm. Seamus. I wonder if Seamus is doing the voice.
2: I don't think he'll speak very
1: much. No, I don't think so either, but. Um, I, I, I'm actually pretty happy. They kept with, uh, Bebop and Rock City, they kept very close to the, the look of the characters. They look
2: great, man. I'm so happy.
1: Like that right there. locked I me. Mean, it was like, okay, now
2: I want to see this. Lump
1: I mean, shit. it looks, it looks really, 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 really CGI looking, but that's okay. Right. It's supposed to be a cartoon. Really? It's a live action cartoon. I I'm, I'm all right with it.
2: Absolutely. Uh, if Transformers should have done the same shit, just give us an hour long episode and you know what I mean. All right, have to, have the problems uh, uh, that we're presented with wouldn't be here.
1: Aaron, po- Aaron's the one who posted this next one. I'm not sure his views did not seem overly positive about it. So, <laughs> tell, me, tell me your thoughts first on uh, X Men Apocalypse. What did you think of that trailer? Aaron, of course. I'm okay,
2: I was like, "Oh, are you talking I'm sorry." To me? <laughs> I, I was
1: referring to Jacqueline, since I, I think you already know my opinions. Uh, it's no. I wanted to get a more. <sighs> I, wanted get a more in- I wanted to get a more in depth because you said here. Oh. Want to feel better about, and I'm putting in parentheses here, the worst trailer of all time. And parentheses, what? For Batman v. No, he he said you want to feel better about Batman v. Superman, which yeah. was the that last trailer they released, the worst trailer I've ever seen for a movie in my entire life. I stand by those words.
0: Gonna, I didn't think the, that the trailer for that was that bad. The,
1: the, oh, la, it, the
2: it last looks Batman just v. Superman. Like, so, it, and I don't want to talk shit about it because I, I didn't realize that Poe Dameron is playing Apocalypse, and I don't want to say yes. anything bad. Uh, yeah, um, yeah, I love Oscar this Isaac. Fucking, yeah, well, Oscar I yeah, wanted want to do it, well. I don't want to everything. talk bad
1: about him, but I just
2: this movie just like it looks like
1: it's so terrible. I Hold mean, on, just- before anybody before anybody emails me at info@cinema dot com, when I'm saying the worst yeah. trailer of all time, I was referring to the latest Batman v Superman trailer, which I consider to be the worst trailer I've ever watched in my life. I'm just saying that Aaron said if you want to feel better about that trailer. Watch this trailer, presumably yep. because Aaron thinks this is worse than that, which is yes, impossible. No, very possible, sir. Very possible.
2: possible. I don't care how bald uh, they're going to make McAvoy at the, at the end of a trailer to make me feel better about it. It 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 was like the worst third date like in history. Like you already know <laughs> what to expect from the first two. Like okay, th- this is going to be kind of shitty. So you you come around for the second one, you're like oh, okay, why not? And the third one, you're just like you know I don't know why I'm here. I, I have nothing else to do with my life, and I'm really you know I'm upset that I have very little to do uh, with my time, that I can dedicate so much to watching this trailer that is two minutes I'll never, ever get back. Uh it wow. just
0: two minutes. That's not Everyone
2: like... kind of looks like they're just kind of forced to be there. There's no, you know what I mean? There's no, like, balls in this movie at all. They're all just kind of going through it. And, and what they're doing with it, I mean, I appreciate how they're kind of going back. And, you know, they're doing the same thing Ninja Turtles did. They're trying to make it more... Uh, more comic booky, you know, more cartoony, but they, they really fucked up with Apocalypse, man. He's just, he's so tiny, and I know, like, everybody's going to, like, well, the trailer is really big when he's grabbing Xavier. You know, I, I think that's a definite nightmare that Charles is having, maybe Apocalypse Common and all that, and the Four Horsemen being who they are, it's just, so much about this movie just reeks of shit, so I'm fairly certain it's going to taste like shit, and if I know it <laughs> smells and tastes like shit, there's no way in hell I'm going to eat and smell it. You know what I mean? It's I, just... I don't feel good about it, man.
1: It it looks really fucking stupid. I respect your opinion, but by virtue of this trailer not having Jesse Eisenberg playing Lex Luthor in it, it is already better than the last Batman v Superman trailer. That's an automatic. Just because Eisenberg wasn't even because he's not in this movie, it it made it a better trailer. Did you not see
2: the two seconds of that uh, of Quicksilver? You know, doing whatever, dancing back and forth in the you know in the uh, in the It's like what? I don't.
1: I saw it
0: when you see him running.
1: Yes, I Ugh. like
0: the Quicksilver and Avengers better.
1: I did too. Yeah, same here. So, I, but I, th- I think that scene in Days of Future Past was really cool wasted. and clever. Uh... But but then they didn't bring him with them,
0: where he have yeah. done so much. Like if they were like, "Hey, guy, who can run really fast and like do all these things that we can't do?" Oh yeah. That would've it would have saved so much time.
1: That's why I hated it, because they put it in there because it was going to look cool, but they had to remove him from the movie because they know that his power is such that he could have solved their problems in five minutes and right. then they wouldn't have a movie anymore. So But then and why now even it, put him
0: in to begin with? It frustrated me so much. Uh,
1: and like, how many different timelines is the X-Men universe gonna
2: have now? Because they're gonna go back and, and they're it's like holy shit, dude. That
0: is yeah, that's the one thing I'm really confused oh. about. Like now they're going back to the eighties, but they ended the last one like in present day. I'm like, what why?
1: Like, they are- why are we? They are rapidly catching up to the first X-Men movie, which happened in 2000, I believe. Yeah. And I don't know how McAvoy is going to age that rapidly in 20 years, but,
2: (laughs) uh, He's dedicated.
1: They're gonna <laughs> maybe, maybe, maybe the stress is gonna get to him. I don't know. Um, I I thought the trailer looked fine. I, I'm not thrilled. See, You said fine. You didn't. Yeah. You said, so you're not really that stoked that stoked about it either. You no, just no, no. I'm not not I'm that not, leery of it. I'm not stoked. I'm not flipping out about. Oh my god! It's so amazeballs. But when you can when you compared it to the worst trailer I've ever watched in my entire life. Yes, it give you like the entire movie essentially uh, again. Like well, in they, the give you, they trailer. They give you who the four horsemen are, which is stupid there's no need to do that at all but
0: but they did that in the um that magazine what did they do like the empire magazine or something. the empire
2: Empire magazine cover? yeah
0: that that told you you but
2: you never know like movie studios you know they leak false shit all the time you know what i mean just to throw people off i mean you know everyone inferred you know that finn was going to be the jedi you know from the posters and everything and you know lo and behold you know what i mean so it's just
1: everything they could to get you to break. sure
2: yeah so it's just it 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 feels more green lantern to me than anything else man it really does i'm not looking forward to (laughs) to watching this movie like Uh, at all
1: well
0: i guess for me is that i'm not as down on batman v superman as you guys are so
1: um... (laughs) don't listen to episode 128 because i believe that uh, the 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 last episode we recorded i think we talked about uh the civil war trailer for about five (laughs) ten minutes and then we talked about this batman v superman trailer for like 30 straight minutes of just
0: about how bad it is a a
1: pure gold we couldn't stand it
0: I'll be honest, like, they're ma- I mean, it's stupid that they're making all the DC superheroes Batman. Like, why would you do that? You know, they have their own personalities. But at the same time, I think it looks better than Man of Steel. Maybe not saying much, but that's my opinion on it.
1: That's not saying much, but... No, it, it's not.
0: But it's still, yeah, but I'm hoping it's better. Um, I
1: think it's going to be better than Man of Steel. Uh, God, I hope so. I, I think it's going to be, but I don't know.
0: Um, But Apocalypse I don't know I'm excited for it Just because I want to see Oscar Isaac do Like a lot of things And I, I think know. he can do well
1: I was so bummed When I found out That was him I was like ah, oh, damn it He gets to be so Over the top in this And
0: He does yeah.
1: Shouting so Shouting tiny, towards the sky oh, He's so little
0: He's such a little guy I loved Inside Lewin Davis too Yes So um, He
1: plays a musician Yeah. Yes
0: he does He plays the folk musician
1: And I believe he does All the singing and, and, and everything That's all He does yeah. He does do a lot of wow. the singing
0: Yeah Um, and also, um, I'm, I just love Michael Fassbender and I will probably go see just about anything he does.
1: No disagreements there either. Yes. Uh, He's a gorgeous man. Uh, well, you know, Aaron, (laughs) at the end of days of future past, they showed apocalypse too. And he didn't look particularly big there. In fact, he looked like a Mm. skinny starving kid from Mm. like Ethiopia or something. He was really tiny. Or Oscar Isaac. Yes. (laughs) But he'd be taller than five, eight. You know what I mean? I mean, he's apocalypse. Maybe we'll get lucky, sir. And that wasn't a dream sequence, and he really can kind of increase or decrease his size. Or Well, then he
2: better stay about 10 foot tall for most of the movie, then. <laughs> and he only shrieks down to get really like you know intimidating on people.
1: Maybe they feel like if they made him too giant, it wouldn't be believable that anybody could stop him. I don't know. Movie studios are weird. They're movie studios weird are and stuff weird. Stuff like that. Um, okay, what else do we got? Uh, how's about, sir... Independence Day Resurgence. Glenn and I <laughs> went apeshit about this trailer. Yes, you guys uh, did. <laughs> uh, here, here's why. I love the first Independence Day. I love it because uh, it's one of the... It's it's not. Look, it's not even like a guilty pleasure movie where I hide it away from people and only watch it when nobody's looking. Uh, I love it because it's just a big, dumb, popcorn action movie that knows it's a big, dumb, popcorn action movie. Yes. And I think ever since the first movie, Roland Emmerich has been trying to recapture that feeling of big dumb popcorn movie. And usually, it usually the part that it misses is the fun. Like he gets big and dumb, but they aren't. <laughs> like, nothing he's done has ever been really as fun as Independence Day. And I don't necessarily know if the second movie is going to be as much fun as the first. All I know is that Jeff Goldblum is in it, saying Jeff Goldblumy things. In a Jeff Goldblumy way. And uh, at first, I was not overly sold. And then they put in the greatest, cheesiest speech of all time, <laughs> any movie, and used it to sell this one. And I'm like, I'm in. I just, yeah. I started throwing money at my television screen. <laughs> uh, yeah, it was holy shit. I was, I'm just in. It's like, it's, it's going to be big and dumb. Mm. Hopefully, it's going to be fun. Um, it it looks ridiculous. Uh,
2: Speaking of big and dumb, Liam Hemsworth
1: is in this. Liam Hemsworth is yes. Good. The bigger, dumber. Well, is he is he bigger than Chris Hemsworth? I, I don't know if he's. I, think I don't Hemsworth think he's bigger, bigger but one. he he might be he a couple like, of points
2: lower. I mean, yeah. just from looking at him, he's kind of got a little sure. bit of the sure. doofy face.
1: Look, I've seen people say like, "Oh, well, you know, maybe," but Will Smith isn't in it. We don't need Will Smith in this. I really don't think yeah, so. There's a thousand year old Jeff Goldblum in it.
0: Yes,
2: we have. <laughs> thousand. <laughs> no. He is nine hundred years old.
0: Oh my gosh. He's it's, but he's still wonderful. He could do He anything.
2: looks like he's in the makeup for halfway through the transformation to Brundlefly right now.
1: <laughs> uh his his dad, uh Jeff Gold uh oh, yeah Jud Hirsch okay. he he is one thousand years old and he yeah, but Judd Hirsch hasn't aged since the last movie it's, it's like, no. Judd
0: Hirsch basically I think was frozen for a while. Yeah. For, for 20 where years there's a
2: painting of jeff goblum looking sexy as fuck
1: i'll say that i mean there is uh <laughs> there there is so many of the uh they brought back so many of the characters i know will smith a lot of people think was like the linchpin but uh and yes it sounds like they wrote him off in the lamest possible way
0: oh really how'd they write him out
1: apparently they if, on a
2: fan website
1: <laughs> no no they have they have their own website uh, and apparently, because in the trailer, they're suggesting or well, they're not even suggesting they're showing you that we incorporated the aliens technology into our right. own, sort of make us more advanced. Yes. Uh, um, and on their website, they have a news story, a, like a faux news story of Captain Stephen Hiller dying in an accident while testing out the new technology stuff so basically yeah. he gets in a plane to test out new alien technology and the plane explodes and some yeah some basically he turns okay. the e and it explodes and he's dead no, uh he
2: could successfully fly a, a full alien tech craft <clears throat> but not a plane no that he's been trained to fly on for most of his life i'm sure that is combined with both technologies that he has flown and not died from
1: well i'm sure i'm sure that's because the plane was probably made in the United States and yeah, all and not not outer
0: space in the no, yeah. not outer space.
1: Um, but it's better
0: technology in outer space.
1: But uh, P Big Willie. But his kid is in the movie, so uh, the same. Oh, is it the same kid, kid? It is not the same actor. Oh. Okay, but there there is an African American pilot uh, who is supposedly he's in the trailer briefly as well, and yes. is supposed to be his son. So and Vivica A Fox Isn't is in the movie. Is she's a doctor? As a doctor. Yeah, apparently she went to to school after her stripping days. So good for her. Makes sense. Uh, yeah, yeah. I mean she got uh, all that. Well, I mean, most strippers just, will tell you that they're working
2: their way through nursing school, so it's the natural progression.
1: There you go. Um, yeah, so I loved, I loved the trailer. I mean, it's cautious optimism because Roland Emmerich usually does burn us on his movies. Like the trailers usually look like a lot of fun and crazy. Big popcorn action stuff, and then when you watch them, you're like, "Well, that wasn't as great as the trailer made it seem." But uh, I have I have hope for this. I maybe he can only nail Independence Day movies. We'll we'll find out. I don't know, Jacqueline. What do you think
0: about the new Independence Day trailer? Um, I mean, I do not love the first one as much as you. Um, but it's a good movie. It's a good movie to watch. Like, it's a summer movie for me. But I'll probably go see it in all honesty. But I don't. I'm not holding out that it's going to be a great movie.
1: No, no. And no one just, should.
0: Right. I'm just, I'm just hoping I leave the theater and don't go, damn, I want my money back. Like, that's yeah. really, that's the only hope of, for, that I have for it at this point.
1: I don't know necessarily if that's like, should be your life goal as like Roman, <laughs> Roland Emmerich. To be like, I want a career where people are like, <laughs> I feel like I didn't waste my money.
0: I feel like I, I'm i okay paying for that. Yeah.
1: Um. Yeah. I, I love all the jokes. I put one myself uh, when I posted it, like they're back and this time they've installed antivirus software, uh, shit like that. Cause of course that's how we took them down. Uh, right. very much like war of the worlds, right? Where they, uh, the aliens catch a cold and they die cause they're not used to it. Uh, that's what happened here. I was also the in signs, right? Didn't they do uh, that too. Yeah. They hate, they're, they're allergic to water. They're like the Witched wick of the West. Uh, the M night Shyamalan movie where aliens get killed with water.
0: Oh, is that the one where
1: they're on the farm? Yes. Um, I thought that was the one with Ron Howard's daughter with the water. And aliens... uh, No, that's Lady in the Lake.
0: That's Lady in the Lake.
1: Yeah, whatever, one of those. Uh, No, yeah. Signs was the movie about aliens who decided to invade Earth, uh, but our water kills them, but they decide to invade anyway, despite most of the planet being made up of water. Uh, yeah, I stopped. And they're the that.
2: ones to blame for Mel Gibson being racist now, right? Because fighting yeah. aliens made him crazy. Yep. Yes. Okay.
1: That's exactly. What happened. Uh, Aaron, how are you feeling about this uh, Independence Day resurgence trailer? Uh you know it.
2: Uh, it looks like it's another Independence Day movie, so <laughs> not as amped I just, as I am. Huh? I just, oh, no. I just seeing Jeff Jeff Goldblum. Just, you are
0: he's you just telling me? Are so you, old, are man? You it just makes
2: it just out. it bumps me out. It bums me out seeing but him at all.
0: It's natural to get older, and I don't even think he looks that bad.
1: He really doesn't mm. look that bad. I think uh, I
0: think you you kind of have to get over it. I'm sorry,
1: sure. Aaron. You're telling me you don't go out and grill hot dogs on the Fourth of July and then go watch this movie. You sir are not an American. No, I, I do not watch this movie. No. <laughs> <laughs> um. Okay. So uh, next up, I mean, you uh,
2: know, of course I'll see it. You know, it, it looks like fun, but it, it you know if I don't see it until it stumbles upon Netflix and we're like, hey, we should watch this movie now to talk about it. You know, then. Right. You know, whatever. Uh,
1: Next up on what feels like a very extended edition of the following has been approved Uh, (laughs) Star Trek Beyond. Now, I will reserve my comments a little bit because uh, Ben and I talked about this uh, extensively on uh, I'm a Doctor Not a Podcast, the first episode of which is free up on. Uh, not only on the, it's on the premium website for subscribers, but it is, the first episode is free on the free Cinema Geekly podcast feed on the website, so people can go and listen to that. So there's a, a good 15 minutes of it or, or so where we discuss the trailer, and I will say, I guess, a couple of things, but I'm more interested in, uh, in what you guys thought, I'm presuming both of you have seen it. Jacqueline, uh, yes. thoughts?
0: I have seen it. So we actually did this on our latest episode, which I don't think is up yet. I'm just looking at our iTunes now, and I don't think that's posted yet. Um, so, th- spoiler, so yeah, so that'll be up later. So listen to that as well.
1: It's um, in box right now.
0: <laughs> what was that?
1: I said it's in my inbox right now.
0: Is it? Oh, then maybe it's up and I just don't have it. Um, but so I have not seen the first two movies. Mm-hmm. Uh, but I saw this trailer and I was like, Oh man, this doesn't look bad. Like this looks like I would actually really enjoy it. I'm not a big Star Trek fan. I've seen a few of the movies like the older movies. Yeah. Um, but this I think it looks really good. I like um it seems like it's gonna be pretty quippy, which I always enjoy. Uh it's not a J.J. Abrams thing, though, which um It is not. So I'm hoping
1: his name is attached to it for marketing terms, I believe.
0: He's I think he's still I think he did stay on as a producer. Yeah.
1: He's a producer, but they were making this parallel with the, the Force Star- Awakens, so, yeah, so his producing was like, "Hey, JJ, we're going to do this thing. How's it sound?" And he goes, "Sounds great." And then he yeah. hangs up his phone.
0: Yeah, um, but I don't know. I think it looks pretty good. <laughs> I think the it visually it looks really cool. Um, and then also. I read somewhere that um, Zachary Quinto, Quinto, however Quinto, you pronounce his last yeah. name, and Chris Pine only signed up for a trilogy, so this might actually be the last one.
1: Ah, um, they have... and uh, they I can mean, re-reboot it, right? I believe they have since confirmed that both of them are on board for a fourth film.
0: Ah, interesting. Okay, that's cool. Um, Depending, So on yeah, this one does, yeah, I think it looks really good. I think it looks um, really interesting. And who's the one guy that plays, um, oh man, that you see with Spock... And he's like, oh, at least I won't die alone. Uh, That's
1: uh, Carl Urban as Dr. McCoy.
0: Yes. I love Carl Urban. So I'm like, oh, I'm on board.
1: (laughs) Fans, uh, uh, even the fans, even the hardcore Star Trek fans who don't like the JJ-verse movies, Mm -hmm. uh, usually all kind of universally agree that uh, even if they hate those movies, they love Carl Urban in it because he captures the original character to them. And he really does. He's... Uh, he's really good in both of those movies.
0: Yeah. And uh, he, he's a good actor in general. I do like him. I think he should be used more, but, um, yes, I, I think I thought it looked good. It was, um, this last week, the episode we did had, we, we had a hard time kind of ranking them and that was one of them. So it look it looks entertaining. So I'm on board.
1: Okay. Aaron, what'd you think of it? You did all uh, the digging, by the way, to find it. You found like the German version, and then I found
2: the, it in <laughs> first, and then
1: subtitled version, and
2: yeah, you know, it, I I I go to a lot of weird places on the internet. Uh, <laughs> you know, it. Uh, hmm. <laughs> I, I'm not quite as excited for it as as what I was for Star Trek Into Darkness. I I, I like you can pretty much infer who you know Idris Elba is like in the trailer, I, and we all really thought like you know who. You know, we had hoped who he was going to be. It's just, it, it just feels kind of like a letdown now. Unless that's that's just like a big, you know, kind of you know trolling, you know, bit they're throwing out there. It's just like that dude the makeup with his voice. You know what I mean? Just that since the whole con debacle from the last film, um, mm-hmm. I don't know. It just it doesn't feel as fun as uh, as the first one or as as big as the second. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm.
1: Um, I I came I came to it from the perspective of a very long time fan of the franchise and a fan of the first two J.J. J. Abrams movies. And it didn't catch my attention either, but uh, Jacqueline, who said she is not a particular fan, it caught her okay. attention. So it's doing presumably what it was designed to do. And bring uh,
0: new people in.
1: Yeah. Simon Simon Pegg, who is uh, one of the co-writers of the movie, uh said that he was not a fan of the trailer either as a as a long time Star Trek fan. <laughs> uh, that, oh that yeah didn't yeah.
0: post any comments? What?
1: Yeah, he well he went well because immediately That's awesome. immediately a lot of long time Star Trek, Trek fans, even the fans that are fans of the JJ movies were like this is like and and this was a weird experience for me the first time Somebody said, here's something that's officially Star Trek, and we're putting it out, and it's brand new, and you've never seen it before, and I watch it, and then I wasn't jumping up and down and screaming like a little kid. That's the first time in my life I did not get that experience from watching the trailer, and um, part of it was... The beastie Boys song which i love i love that song
0: oh see um, i love that yeah. i love when i like when tra- like i love that song so when there's a good song in a trailer that happens a lot it just grabs right. my attention well it's
1: a callback to the first movie too where you know it kirk is. when he was a kid and all that but as a but as a longtime star trek fan i've been conditioned more or less oh. to, to expect like uh at the very least like big trailer music but in like in in star trek Apparently, the most popular things from the past that still exist in the future are classical music and Shakespeare. So uh, that's what survived. Like, so even hearing Beastie Boys in the first JJ movie, like, just as a longtime conditioned fan. Well, and Under Armour jarring.
2: too. Remember uh, Pine's underwear in the second one?
1: Of course, Pine's underwear. Uh, it's no, it's just, it's just a little jarring. Uh, so, like, I love the song, but yeah. it just hits me like. That's not the Star Trek I remember. And I hate those types of fans, but I couldn't help feeling that. Like, when I heard it, it was just, it felt so weird. And, of course, Justin Lin is directing this, who did the last Fast and Furious movie. Right. And then, as soon as there's a shot of Kirk on a motorcycle, people are like, well, fuck, I knew it. Fast and Furious in space. Uh, So, there's a lot of people that are mad about that. That didn't bug me, but it does harken back to some other times that they've used old timey ish vehicles in Star Trek and they've all ended horribly and the fans by and large hate those scenes <laughs> uh so that didn't stick out to me as a very positive note the thing I will say is Simon Pegg basically was like look I get his point was I get the people that are not digging it but this was more aimed at people who are not coming to the franchise uh with all of the the weight of of previous trek knowledge uh he's like I promise you that it is not. Rep- he's like, there's definitely more Star Trek stuff in it. There's more character. There's more. Um, he's like, there will be another trailer. There will be trailers that you know will reach out to uh, fans of the franchise. I mean, and it is coming on the heels of the the franchise's 50th anniversary. So it's not like they're gonna right. just forget the fans of the franchise. That's not gonna happen. So I remain cautiously up to like the. From my perspective, they just made a not great trailer. I, well, that trailers were made the, by
0: third parties anyway, so yes. they made yeah. So
1: that doesn't mean the movie's going to be bad. Yeah, I'm I'm still very optimistic that the movie's going to be very good, uh, yeah. or at the very least just fine, which still puts it above many Star Trek movies. <laughs> uh, okay, so I think we are on our last trailer finally. Oh jeez, <laughs> uh, this uh, and it's barely a trailer. Let's just be honest here. They called it's it a, enough. They called it an announcement trailer. Uh, and it's for Fantastic Beasts and Where to Find Them, which uh, they also showed before my airing of Star Wars as well, which was nice. Yes.
0: Well. Um,
1: it's cool to yep. see that on the big screen. Aaron, what did you think of this mostly title card trailer? I'm wondering uh, how busy Matt Smith
2: was that they couldn't have cast him as Newt's commander. Maybe. I, that's, that's, <laughs> that's pretty
1: much what they did with Eddie Redmayne. Kind Could of. Can he be yeah, any man. more of the
2: doc? You, don't even, you saw the poster, right? Like, Not that I'm bitching uh because it, it you know
1: he looks very much like a doctor yes correct and not a medical doctor of course a a time lordy doctor right. um the look I'm is in, very I, i'm
2: in you know as soon as they announced the movie was coming i was sold and the trailer didn't do anything to to dissuade me or to uh to level off my uh my anticipation for it if anything you know it's it's increased even more now so, so this is wait. a
1: this will be a trilogy of films yes
2: I'm not sure. if Isn't this one just a standalone? I thought it was a
0: standalone. Yeah, I
2: think stand- this one's a standalone.
1: Um, okay, I thought maybe they were going to be doing a trilogy of, of, of movies off of it, but uh, if it's a standalone, <laughs> I think it works better. Because uh, it sounds like they spell out they managed to spell out what the movie is going to be without really giving any of it away, which it, he's Newt's Commander has uh, a case of magical beasts, some of them escape, and presumably the whole uh, game of the movie is going to be retrieving them and uh presumably saving New York City from them. Yep. Uh I guess too dangerous to be wandering around in the uh the well they're not muggles, right? In America, they're uh Nomads. Which, Aaron, do you still contend that sounds a little racist to you? It's
2: it sounds way more racist being in America calling them nomads. It absolutely you does I
1: think it sounds racist?
2: Kinda. Like <laughs> no when to a, it comes to what? America
1: like nomads. It's like you they, I think it's just the way Americans out. say things, where it would just like British people, British people say muggle, it doesn't really sound that uh, it sounds kind of insulting. Yeah. No Nomad
0: sounds that. more sexist than I think, because more sounds like no <laughs> <laughs> Yeah,
2: I stole that from Jillian, too. Well, I'm going to give her credit for well, it. Well, <laughs> maybe it's just really encouraging of, you know, dude-on-dude dude homosexuality. It's, you know...
0: Oh, it doesn't make sense why Eddie Redmayne's in it.
2: Uh, ah,
1: yeah. there you go. Uh, point. Jesus. Um, <laughs> so this is one of the trailers <laughs> that you and Jillian talked about uh, yes. on your on the... Soon to be released episode. Soon of to bu- be
0: released episode. Yes. Uh,
1: so, wh- and what did you think? I mean, there's really not a whole lot to gleam from it. I mean, they yeah, there's give- not.
0: And I haven't read any of the Harry Potter books. Um, but I mean, it's New York City, 1920s. So, the, I mean, the backdrop's going to be awesome. Um, God. didn't it's David Yates, right? Yep. Um, so he's yep. already familiar with the you know the Harry Potter the Wizarding universe. So I think J. it'll K. translate Rowling, really well. Uh,
1: J.K. Rowling wrote the script for the movie.
0: Oh, di- okay. So, so yeah, I th- I think it's gonna. I think I think it, it looks good from what I from the you know the 30 seconds or whatever you actually see of screen whatever but um I'm excited for it. I think it looks really good. Um yeah, and I saw it again today and in the theater and it looks a lot better on the big screen than it does on my phone. So I'm even more excited
1: about it. Maybe I'm the only one. Am I the only one who's questioning the choice of the the line of Mr. Scamander they use at the end cuz Boy, that, was... boy, the it's it's just a it's just the woman. I can't remember who's playing her, uh, but she's clearly American, New York from the Roaring Twenties or whenever this uh, movie takes place. And she just says, "Mister Scamander." She kind of does it like very loudly, like Mister Scamander at the end. And I was like, "Ooh, that was grating. Why did they put that in the trailer? Nobody else got that. Like it was almost nails on a chalkboard to me. Like
0: when she's standing in the. No,
1: no, no. It's like it's like right at the end. Like because there's a shot of Eddie Redmayne with his wand, and he casts a spell, and then they do the title card at the end with the the name of the movie. Maybe you guys just didn't hear it. That, uh, uh, that's
0: possible. I don't. I don't. Remember what yeah, you're I
1: didn't hear that either. you Go back and rewatch it. It's right at the end, right when he casts his spell, and then they go show you the logo for the film and everything. Uh, to me, it was very. It's like it was really pitch. Like her voice was just this weird pitch, and it drove me crazy. And every time I hear it, it sticks out to me more and more. Uh, it, uh, maybe I shouldn't have watched it more than once. Uh, it just felt like a weird choice to me. Uh, but maybe it's just me. Like I'm the only one who picked up on, maybe she doesn't even say it. And I'm just hearing things in my head.
0: That's possible.
1: Uh, Oh (laughs) no,
2: dude, you're absolutely right. The studio announced it will at least be a trilogy.
1: Oh, Oh, there you go. So maybe
2: installment is due out November, 2018 and then November, 2020.
1: Wow. So maybe the stuff that gets out is like, they've can't capture it all during the course of I think he captures
2: it all, but maybe he gets involved with like, you know, Oh, something else, right. Maybe, yeah. Or, like,
0: or maybe they there's more of them than he brought. Who knows?
2: Or maybe he goes and witnesses the fight between Dumbledore and Grindelwald. <laughs> Aaron just really wants that in there so bad. I figure if I say
1: it enough, like it'll happen. It'll come true. <laughs> yeah. Um so has there been any further before we touch on the Star Wars, let's talk oh, about let's talk about uh the other Star Wars thing that Disney's doing, which of course is Guardians of the Galaxy Volume Two, uh. Uh, has there been a further confirmation or not as to whether or not Kurt Russell is going to be playing Chris Pratt's dad?
0: I don't know if there's been an actual confirmation yet.
1: Okay, because I've seen, I've seen the like the rumors he's in talks, which sometimes yeah. means it's already a done deal and they haven't announced it yet. And I've seen a few places places that are even referring to it as like an exclusive. He's in. Uh, even like this episode from The Wrap, it says I'd to play. I've seen a few of them that say Kurt Russell to play Chris Pratt's dad. So, uh, Aaron, have you heard anything further on this?
2: No, or is this sure not, haven't.
1: Just rumor bin.
2: Yeah, basically just rumor bin until anything's actually confirmed. But, you know, I just said, you know, if someone's a toxic, they could be at any point from, you know, maybe their agent is aware of it or, you know, they've signed or they just haven't announced anything yet. So you never know. But I love the choice. I love everything about it. I, it's hard to argue uh, against was- it at all.
1: Based off of Star Lord's 9,000 origins, uh, which character do you think Kurt Russell would be best to play?
2: I think he'll be Jason of Spartax. And uh, on the new, there's a, a new Guardians of the Galaxy cartoon on Disney XD. Yes. And they explain, uh, they stuck pretty to, pretty close to Quill's actual, you know, f- kind of first lineage where he was, you know, Spart, uh, part uh, Spartaxian. So I think he's going to be, you know, Jason of Spartax. He's essentially, you know, like the, the king of the universe, kind of Dale.
1: Uh, Jacqueline, does this news strike you in any particular fancy at all? Uh, uh, interest, disgust, uh, don't care?
0: No, I mean, I like Kurt Russell. I think he'd do a good job. I don't know much about, um, uh, Star-Lord's backstory. So, um, I want to learn more. Yeah. Uh, so I, I mean, I think he'd be a good casting choice. He's, he's a good actor, so.
1: I don't, I don't know much either. I just know that he's got a, more than one origin story with more than one father uh for whom it could be so uh, uh depending on which version of it they want to tell so
2: any version they tell Kurt Russell is fine
1: yeah he could do any of them you think yeah okay
2: he
0: he could do anything he wants basically
1: he could be True. mar he could be marvel yes he could which is it boy they they really like does dc have any characters named dc because <laughs> <laughs> cuz <'cause> marvel's got <laughs> captain marvel and marvel as characters yeah they really fucking love their name don't they Mm-hmm. Uh, we we'll just put it. We like our name so much. We'll just, we'll just put name, it everywhere. Yeah, we'll just we'll just put it in. Name characters they, after it.
0: They want you to remember what movies you're seeing or what books you're reading. Mm-hmm.
1: The uh, just in case you forget. <laughs> um, all right, so let's talk about the Star Wars. Uh-huh. Yay! Uh, the Force <laughs> Awakens. Now that uh, we have no time left. Uh, no, so great right? God. So in one sentence or less, tell me exactly how. you uh, Yeah, we're not going to do that. um uh, let's just go with kind of, before we dig into it, let's just kind of go with overall thoughts. Aaron, how about you, sir, with your, uh, your record-breaking rating for the film on the website, which people can go <laughs> read right now. You broke all grounds with your rating for the film. What's your overall...
0: Wait, uh, what's the rating first?
1: Well, Aaron, I believe, gave it a, uh, a perfect score of five geeky glasses, and then he added a picture of himself wearing geeky glasses underneath it. Okay. So, it is, uh... I don't know if it counts as six geeky glasses or just five geeky glasses with a picture of a geek wearing geeky glasses.
2: <laughs> I think it technically counts as six, so we'll go with that.
1: Okay. Uh, so, <laughs> overall thoughts?
2: Uh, You know, best installment today to the franchise. I mean, that that that's as quickly and as plainly as I can put it. Uh, They hit every note right about this movie. I mean, you know, I sat there, you know, as critically as I could, you know, because you, you want to watch it as a fan and just fall in love with, it, with every part of it, and then after you watch it, you know kind of sit back and you reflect on it about, you know, things you, you didn't like, something they could have tweaked, you know, something, blah, blah, blah. And I, I, I couldn't do that. Like, you know, me personally, in my opinion, I, I couldn't do that. I loved everything about about the movie from start to finish. Uh, the only thing I didn't like was that they didn't start, you know, over again for the beginning for all of us still sitting there. Um, <laughs> just put it out. I can't wait to see it again just to, you know, re, just to re-soak in everything and notice things I didn't see the first time and, you know, it mm-hmm. kind of watch it again and just rediscover it. It's just it's so fresh in my mind because I just saw it a couple days ago on opening night, but you know, it's still, it's not so fresh to where I can quote it plainly in my mind. And I'm dying to get to that point where I can remember every second of it. Uh, I can't get enough, you know? So yeah, I'm going to go see it again, uh, very
1: soon. Okay. Jacqueline, uh, overall thoughts on the movie.
0: Overall thoughts. I really liked it. I really enjoyed it. It's one of those movies that I think, anyone can go see and will enjoy. I think there's a good story. There's a lot of action. Um, I have seen it twice and I definitely, the second time I was like, Oh, now I get why they're doing this, you know? when mm-hmm. so it, it definitely made it, um, it actually almost seemed a lot faster the second time I saw it, which was a little disappointing because I wanted to enjoy it more, but, yeah. um, but I, I loved it. And, you know, I, and for the second time I went with my family, I went with my parents and my brother and, you know, for all four of us to sit there and like mo- like the same movie was bizarre, and the fact that it was a Star Wars movie was even more crazy. But um, yeah, I just thought it was fantastic. So
1: yeah. uh, I am okay. So if you were if you were writing the review, what what would be your your out of five score for it?
0: Uh, if you've given
1: if you've given such a and I don't blame. You I haven't for, given uh, such yet.
0: Uh, I haven't given a thought to it, but
1: because um, I've ri- I've written my review, I haven't posted it yet because I'm stuck. In between a half a point, essentially. I'm not sure. Five five's
2: was... a nice round number.
0: Yeah, I I'm like either it would either be a four and a half or a five.
2: Okay. We'll go with five. <laughs>
0: what are you rounding? <laughs> rounding. Um Absolutely. Uh, I mean, the only thing is that there were a few parts that were kind of slow that I thought could have been cut out, especially the second time seeing it. I was like, well, maybe you didn't need to hold on this shot for too long. Mm-hmm. Um But I mean there weren't any really big flaws in this movie. Mm-hmm. Uh oh. Except for the biggest thing was that, like, they never explained why, and maybe I just don't remember from the, from previous movies, why they went from a clone army to stealing babies, but other than that.
1: Right. Uh, um, well, presumably. That was kind of okay. Well, presumably, uh, I, I'm just guessing here, but presumably, you, you could either go with the, well, I'm going to go with the in-universe answer, which is most okay. of the. I think most of the clone army was destroyed by the time Correct. that you got to even the original movies anyway from, say, like the Clone Wars, like all of that stuff. Um, you could make the argument that most of the stormtroopers in the uh, original trilogy, most of them weren't clones anymore. Okay. Uh, you could make that argument. I'm going to just uh, – I think the real argument is let's not remind anybody about those movies. <laughs> Because uh, I think even at one point in the movie, they're like, well, we could use clone a clone army. And they're like, nah, our no, army's good.
0: No. <laughs> yep, we like this better.
1: <laughs> uh no, yeah, he's like, no, what are you, what are you, Jar Jar Binks? No, that's, that's a horrible <laughs> idea. You'd have to be that level of stupid. No, I don't think they went quite to it's that like level. the but.
0: Biggest insult in like the Star Wars universe. What are you, Jar Jar Binks?
1: <laughs> uh, yeah, Jar Jar is now like a has now been a, a, a term for 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 fool. Yeah, yeah. Don't, don't be a Jar Jar dad. Uh, no, for me it was. Uh, I'm I'm not quite on the same level as Aaron. I I think it's the second best movie in the franchise. Uh, Empire. Behind Empire, and I think that's only because Empire has an unfair advantage over this movie, which is Empire can answer all of the questions that were left behind from the first movie, whereas oh. this movie can't answer any of those questions. I want to know the answer to those but, questions desperately, but Empire was able to deliver on those things, and they delivered well. Uh, so I feel but, like it's it's not necessarily this movie's fault, uh, but I feel like.
2: Can I tell you a couple of things that might help bump it up a half a point?
1: Sure, go ahead.
2: Uh, that scene where Ray is called to the lightsaber, do you know that they got Frank Oz and yeah. Ewan McGregor oh, yes, to lend yes. their voices to it? And they also cut an Alec McGinnis in there also?
1: Yes, like, they did. Is as well. Yeah, I, actually, I've got a whole list of, of all of the, uh, the people that he snuck into this movie. And, yeah, Simon uh, Pegg, Daniel Craig. Mm-hmm. Oh,
0: yeah.
1: Simon Pegg was the uh, the the rations alien yep. Uh, yep. Uh, with Ray. Uh, Daniel Craig was the... Uh, the stormtrooper she used the Jedi mind trick on. Mm-hmm. Uh-huh. Um, there, Greg Grunberg. I I saw Greg Grunberg. Oh, the pilot, yeah. And yeah. uh, from from Lost and Heroes and stuff like that. Was Greg Grunberg on Lost? I don't remember. Maybe he was. Um, he was on Heroes. He's he grew up. J.J. Abrams and him are best friends. He considers him his good luck charm or whatever. Um, he did the. He actually did the voice of Kirk's dad. And not not Kirk's dad, but Kirk's uncle. In the 2009 oh, okay. Star Trek reboot, yep. when he's like, "Bring this car back here," uh, that sort of that scene. Uh, but anyway, I'm like, because it, it stuck out to me so amazingly fast, it's like, "Holy shit, Greg Grunberg!" And I'm like, "Why is he in this movie?" And I'm like, "Oh yeah, the J.J. Abrams thing." And then it really dawned on me when they did a wide shot and I saw how big and out of shape Greg Grunberg is now. I'm like, "Holy shit, he's the Porkins in this movie. He's gonna—he's oh. like a fight. He's a big fat fighter pilot." <laughs> <laughs> like is he gonna die soon like it but he didn't uh maybe he'll die in oh. one of the other movies but um i was like oh my god he's he's the new Porkins. i'm sure he's probably heard that a million times already he's Aww. like S-. i'm sure he's like shut the fuck up uh, <laughs> i heard <hurt> you <laughs>
0: um
1: yeah the the first the first sense i really got from this movie like right away was holy like the first thing i leaned over and whispered to jen was holy shit this is so much fun uh, yeah. Like right from the the Tie Fighter scene with uh, Poe Dameron and and Finn, where there was holy something. shit. Oh,
0: that was awesome! So
1: much fun, and you could feel it. Like it felt like the actors were having fun, the characters were having fun. Yeah. So everyone is having fun. Yeah. It was so different from the prequel movies, where n- it felt like nobody was having any fun, <laughs> even in the big action scenes. And this just felt like fun and adventure and excitement. And right off the bat, it set the tone so well. Uh, even from the, the from the fucking crawl of the movie, it was it had you going because the first thing oh you read is Luke Skywalker has vanished, and, and like, what? Yeah, it's like in, it's like what? We're not going to start with the Galactic Senate is in a trade embargo with. Uh, <laughs> we're not going to start with that? No, come on. Um, I mean, so it set the tone. Like J.J. Abrams most definitely captured the mm-hmm. the feel of the original trilogy. Some would argue maybe too much like there like there is look there's an interview with JJ where he said uh it's well known that he was very reluctant to take this on because this yes. is his childhood favorite uh he didn't want to be the guy who fucked up star wars and everybody was like come on George Lucas already did that don't be scared uh, it's like the guy who created it messed it up you can't do any worse um and then some people would say well maybe he played it too safely by essentially uh reusing so much of a new hope's thematic style so many of the beats from that movie yes. that he played it too safe i can see it from that viewpoint but to me it worked uh, uh, yeah don't, <laughs> of course I, it worked i yes. don't want to uh, well to me it worked in so much as that it didn't feel like or like ben said he thought it felt like a reimagining or a retelling no and I, me, it didn't feel like that at all i think
0: with this movie what i liked about it a lot was that it, it did have it, it told its own story but it also did a good job of setting up this new trilogy. And you had to have kind of the old actors there to kind of pass everything off to the new characters. So now I care about what happens to these people. I mean, going into it, I'm like, who is Ray Finn? I don't fucking care. Who are they? But now I'm like, Oh my God, I want to know what else happens. Like, so I think they did a really good job in doing this. And now I buy Adam driver as a bad guy Mm -hmm. going into it. I was like, that guy from girls is never going to be like
1: a bad guy. Yeah. 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 He
0: can't be like a super villain. What are you talking about? And now I'm like, Oh man, they have to kill him. Like,
2: we were saying I'm we look
0: the theater
1: the if they ever redo it, he could be a uh, young Snape. No,
0: oh, he could be. God, young
1: he looked Snape. like Rickman. Yeah. The first time he took off the mask, I'm like, holy shit, he's Rickman. Like, and the
0: first time he took off the mask, I was like, oh, now I don't buy it anymore. Like, put the mask back up. on. But then the <laughs> second time he took off the mask, I was like, now I want to punch him in his face. Like, yeah,
1: it works. It um, did work. He. uh he he was he was uh, better than expected. I'll, I'll talk about. I, I have uh, I only have a few gripes with this movie, and there is one thing with him, and it's not really a gripe about him per se. It's really more of a choice they did in the movie that involved him, and I'll talk about that in a little bit. Uh, although that might be the part where Aaron can't participate because it involves uh, listing things that you perhaps did not like about the movie. Um, I didn't like
2: it. I, I didn't dislike anything about the movie.
1: The. Uh, there there were a lot of really great moments uh the like there there are a couple that i think are as iconic as anything that has happened in star wars was the final
2: lightsaber battle better than uh than yoda and the emperor
1: <laughs> that uh, n- n- well yes of course cuz those were uh, i'll talk to me to me the best fight uh the best lightsaber fight was the Darth Maul fight in episode 1 but oh, uh I feel like I feel like uh I mean those the other ones they did were 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 more grandiose uh like the Anakin Obi-Wan fight in episode 3 and the anything that Yoda did like, those were definitely more grandiose and bigger in scale. Well,
2: like, and, and I think those had to feel more grander in scale because they were full fledged Jedi's. I think what they hit yeah. so right about the fight scenes in this was that, you know, Kylo Ren, like, you know, it's alluded to, he was, you know, trained, you know, for a while as Jedi under Luke and then he went to, to Smoke or to Snow. Um, <clears throat> but what you don't know is, like, he's still a young guy. So maybe his training might have started late, but he's still, he's kind of raw. He's, like, over over aggressive and all that. And I think that's why Finn was able to, you know, he's a trooper. Like, you know, he's. <clears throat> trained to be you know tough his whole his whole life and Ray, you know, being the Jedi that, that she's gonna turn into, I think the fight it, it felt more like visceral. It just it felt real. Like they were yes. it felt like they were actually well, just like well, they... the dogfight. And it was perfect.
1: Right. It was perfect for the movie. Like it didn't oh it, it just hit every note just so well. Well the reason those felt more real is because the Obi Wan Anakin fight took place on a green screen. Uh <laughs> yeah. like everything around them was not real. And if the CG and back when they made the movie, the CGI is spectacular, it's some of it still kind of holds up, like some of the episode three stuff holds up. But the further back you go in that trilogy, the the worse it's it worse. looks. Yeah. Uh because he was really pushing the technology in ninety nine when they made Phantom Menace, but you know, now that looks like really good video game cutscenes. Uh it doesn't hold up that well. And that, you know, and I like that Darth Maul fight and everything, and Ray Park was so athletic, and uh, they were doing shit you've never seen before, and he had the dual lightsaber and everything. But they did this in a real location, and it just felt, and the stakes felt higher because you cared about the people doing it. Uh, You know, I didn't know jack shit about Qui Gon Jinn or the Obi Wan in that movie, and it's, you know, you don't get to know anything about Darth Maul. It's just. Uh, characters having a cool fight, but there's really nothing else behind it. Uh, the one at the end of this movie with with Ray and Kylo Ren is one of my favorites. Yeah, because yeah. I I gave a shit what was going to happen. I cared about the characters and I wanted to know what was going to happen. Um,
0: and and Snoke even says at the end that it's time to finish Kylo Ren's training. So yeah. he's not yeah. even. So yeah, it's so it's good because they're they're not. Neither of them are good fighters. I mean, Kylo Ren really. Does, I mean, he uses his. Lightsaber for anger so many times at, yes. in the beginning, like just to destroy stuff. I was like, oh man, is he ever gonna fight with that thing? Just yeah. because, like, I just thought he was gonna destroy the ship.
1: I mean, um, he cut down he cut down Max von Saito very early on in the movie with it, but that's seriously about- that's
0: true. Yeah, that went. That
1: they cut crazy. him down. They cut him down quickly. <laughs> yes. uh, he's just like, uh, hey, uh, was anyone else cheering damn. like when she found Luke at the end? Oh sure yeah there was a pl- there was a applause at the end of the movie and we watched it on a yeah. sunday afternoon when <laughs> it's not like an opening night crowd and people applauded yes. at the end of the movie so right. uh,
0: people applauded at the end of the movie when i saw it today but when i saw it on friday i was sitting next to this group of guys who um they were just so excited for everything. Like, they started clapping whenever anyone came on. And I was like, I'll join in, sure. Like, let's do this. Yeah, I,
2: I might have been that guy in the movie. I was That's
0: That's totally fine. It was just really cool. And they're like, they're like Han Solo. And they're like all clapping. And I was like, Okay, yeah, yeah let's do this.
1: Yeah, there were a lot of audible gasps when I was watching the movie. Yes. You could tell there were a lot of people who had not, that was their first time watching it as well, along with me. Uh, when they revealed the Falcon, God, the way they revealed the Falcon was so clever. Oh my God. So, I so loved man. it. Like, we got to get to this transport. And Finn's like, what about this crappy one over here that they don't show? And she's like, no, that's a hunk of junk. That'll never work. And then they blow up the nice cruiser. And they're like, well, let's go to the hunk of junk. And it pans over, and it's the Falcon. Yes. And everyone's like, <gasps> yes. Oh, it was such a great reveal. And then the, the scene they had with that, navigating the junkyard and the old Star Destroyer oh, no. with him. Yep. The, way they, the way they blow up the last TIE fighter, where she kind of hangs it upside down so Finn so can, can shoot, shoot because the gun is stuck. Oh, all of that was just gorgeous. It was brilliant. It was. Um,
0: I loved it. Yeah, that was so well done.
1: When Han Solo and Chewie step onto it for the first time, gasps as well. The eruption, yeah. Oh,
0: there there was applause we in my theater, out. yeah. <laughs> Ooh, I'm so sorry. Oh. Sorry, sorry, sorry.
1: So unprofessional.
2: <clears throat> I don't know. And, and the gasp moment might was you know, the, the Kylo Ren reveal. No one had ever discussed the possibility that he was Han and Leia's kid. Everyone no, had always thought been... it was going to be Ray.
0: No, that has been that had been discussed on I, a lot of forums.
1: I heard that as well, but do you know, yeah. what, do you know where the, the real... I gasp, had not heard that. The real gasp came when Solo confronted him and then shouted out, Ben! Oh, yeah. yeah. It's like everybody in the audience got that he was named after Obi-Wan. After Obi-Wan.
0: Obi-Wan.
1: Yeah. yeah. Everybody got it. They were like, oh my god, they named him after Obi-Wan. And that scene where... Uh, I guess we should probably. We're, are we? We're, are we
0: going. Are we going into full on spoilers? Yeah,
1: full spoilers here. Full
0: spoilers. Okay. Have, oh, were, we
1: trying to, were we trying to avoid? Yeah. Well, I'm just making what? sure.
0: I'm just making sure that like everything is getting talked about. So. The big.
1: Yeah. So the I guess the 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 real the biggest spoilery moment isn't that Luke's in the movie. Everybody was expecting that. Yeah. Uh The biggest spoilery moment is that Han Solo dies. Now, depending on who you ask. A lot mm-hmm. of people were like, "Well, Han Solo wanted to die in uh yeah, episode in, five, and right? like episode five and in episode six, like he just wants to die in this movie. Uh, so him dying is not really a huge surprise. Although I think a lot of people, especially not given sick. how
2: much he made for this
1: fucking movie, yeah, I think Paris Ford's all right. This the way they did the scene. I mean, was, it was gorgeous. It was gorgeous. Oh. And it was one
0: of those things. As soon as he started stepping out onto that thing, I was like, oh my god, he's gonna he's gonna fall like." Kylo Ren's going to push him over, he's going to die. I was not expecting him to get a lightsaber through his body.
1: Through the chest. yeah. Yeah,
0: that was a... And that's what I was surprised about. Because, like, you can kind of tell with the setup that he was going to die, but then it was like, oh, shit, there is no chance of him coming back. Like, ever.
1: The, uh... (laughs) Yeah, the... And then uh, Chewie going fucking King Kong oh, at everybody God. Really or, talk, oh, they use the so bo- many emotions. They use the bowcaster so much in this movie. There's a great scene where Han's like, "Hey, can I use that thing?" And he blows away a stormtrooper, and he's like, "This thing is so cool." That's, yeah, that's it was really cool. red. Uh, they use that a lot, the laser crossbow. But yeah. um, no, that scene that scene is so great because uh, Kylo Ren, they're they're showing him as he's he hasn't fully converted to the dark side. There's he's struggling. Mm-hmm. But the way they play it up is that when he's talking to his dad, Han Solo, they're, he's talking to him, convincing us that he's struggling towards staying good, but he's mm-hmm. not. He's struggling he's, strug- to- he's struggling to go full dark side. Yep. And, but the way he's playing it, he's like, can you help me? I need help. And his help is, I'm going to kill you. Thanks for helping me. Yeah. And then pushes right. him off to his, you know, if he wasn't dead then, but the, and, and Harrison Ford's moment where he just puts his hand on his kid's face after he's impaled him with the lightsaber—oh, so beautiful! Great, and then he pushes him off. It was so beautiful, and
0: that was the scene though where I was like, "Oh, now I hate Adam. Like, now this guy is a real bad guy." You know what I mean? Up until then, I was like, "Ah, he's kind of a villain, whatever." But at that point, I was like, "Okay, now I get where they're going. Like, this is going to be awesome. I'm so excited for the next one."
1: Yes, Um, the I and obviously there's a lot of big questions clearly left from this and they're able to they're able to end this on a bigger cliffhanger than they ever could end uh, episode four on they could have never ended episode four on a cliffhanger like that because I don't think they knew for a fact they were making an episode five or an episode six afterwards they had there had to be some closure afterwards Um, they could leave some stuff open but they had to make sure there's some closure they know they're making an episode eight and nine and probably even more after that but they they don't know yet is if they're going to make Finn a Jedi or not no, I don't. I don't think they should. No, no. He should be the Han
2: Solo. He's okay just being a badass. I, I think that works.
1: Yeah, I, I know people are gonna say no. Poe Dameron's the Han Solo, but to me, he's. To me, I feel like he's they. They took Han Solo, uh, like the
2: and mixed him with Luke.
1: With Luke, right? He's, yes. Like he's got the qualities of Luke. Like he'll do anything. He's gonna for his friends. He's he's always gonna do the right thing, no matter what. And then they put the crazy, balls out, adventurous. Yeah. parts of Han Solo into him. He's awesome in this In movie. his big
2: scene at the end, yeah. where, where he's just, you know, he's rescuing uh, Han, Finn, and Chewie. Oh, my God.
1: Wow. They should have done a ceremony you, it, at the it end. Was a, it, it was incredible. They like, should the, have the done a fight scene, like,
2: in the X-Wing. Oh.
1: They should have done a medal ceremony at the end, where he's the only one receiving <laughs> medals. They just keep piling them on, and then he turns around, puts his hands on his hips, and looks up at the sky while a big, like, resistance flag... <laughs> comes down behind him while they play like heroic music. Like that's the kind of, he was like that cut and dry heroic, but it was awesome. And he was so likable and lovable in the movie. Uh, Oscar Isaac, uh, tremendous.
0: I I loved him. And I love, I love him and him and Finn together. Their friendship is so funny. I loved it
1: together. Yes. They're very good together Uh, (laughs) uh, to me uh, though. The real standout was Daisy Ridley. I thought she was tremendous. Fantastic. Holy shit. Was I I'm so invested in that character. I need to know yeah. what's gonna happen next. I know there are some people that are bitching and complaining about her character.
0: Why? That's but, they're wrong on them.
1: But well they're not necessarily bitching about her performance, but there are a lot of people that are saying things that I think are things that were done on purpose and we're not going to get answers about them until at the very earliest the next movie, but maybe the movie after that. Because people are like, wait a minute, she's like a super Jedi now, like Luke had to train forever and he's still not that great and she was amazing like in 10 seconds. I feel like...
0: Well, maybe that's part of her backstory that we don't know yet. That's what I,
2: I, I think. She was she was part of the group that Luke was training, and then maybe. when Kylo went apeshit, that's when they all scattered and they hit maybe. her on that planet.
1: Maybe, but what little glimpse of it we do get, she was still a fairly young child young at child. that point, which yeah. would not necessarily make her an amazing Jedi. And she did not seem she to know had like, you know, some basic stuff down. They, and, they trained her, and she was playing it off like she didn't really know what was happening to her. Right. She's like, I can't explain what's happening. Like, if she was training as a Jedi, she might she understand. Might Maybe man. You know, being
2: strained on a, on a, you know, I on think a she, it's got to be a fucking psychological. I, th-
1: fuck. I think she's
0: just going to turn out to be Luke's daughter.
1: Maybe, yeah.
0: And so there, somehow, somehow she, like, had it in her. Like, so, yeah, that's de- what I think.
1: There's definitely some speculation about that, mm-hmm. clearly. And, I mean, she grabs Luke's lightsaber, which, by the way, another thing that they did not explain where it came from. And they may explain where it comes from or where where Maz Kanata got it um but, she I, but the- I don't
0: even care if they don't like that's no, fine I
1: don't really care that's that's not really necessary um the uh uh what was I thinking of uh they've got to uh my my mind completely broke um they they may explain where that came from I don't know but they, they don't have to either She might be Luke's daughter. Some people are speculating she could be related to Obi Wan somehow because Obi Wan's line that Ewan McGregor recorded says, "Ray, you're taking your first steps." Yeah, he even know what the fuck her name is. Like his Force ghost is talking to her. Uh, She may be something that's not a Jedi. She may be something more than that. Maybe that's why she's she's so Force sensitive. She goes beyond jedi training or anything she may be something we've never seen before um okay so you guys are telling me we have to wrap it up and you're right we do uh because yeah. we're 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 like way over Um Aaron, i know you don't have anything negative to say jacqueline do you have anything that you didn't like
0: um
1: because i have uh, i have a few things do would you like a minute because i've i've already yeah got my... yeah
0: you have yours thought out you go first
1: okay Um, So things that I didn't particularly care for. Uh, I did not like the extra scene of Kylo Ren being a petulant child. Uh, I didn't care for that. I liked the first time where he lost his shit and was destroying a room. But the second time he did it where he destroyed the interrogation chair and then they had the stormtroopers in there playing it for laughs and stuff. Because that definitely played for laughs. Mm -hmm. Uh, People giggled at that. I didn't like that. It felt too much like I've seen Anakin Skywalker before in the prequel movies and I don't want to see that again. I don't want him to be a petulant, whiny child. Uh, I, I want him to be an out-of-control badass. But Han even said he had too much of Vader you know in mean, him. Mean? I mean, maybe, but yeah. Vader wasn't... Yeah, well, yeah, okay. So, basically, Yeah, but I don't want them to admit that he's too much like the <laughs> shitty character we knew in the prequels. I don't like that character. Uh, I want to like this character. So that's a minor quibble. Here's a person we haven't talked about at all, and that's because they completely dropped the fucking ball, Captain Phasma. She did. Oh yeah! Not only did she do nothing in this movie, she was punked. I thought she was going to be this badass character. Now, look, I know people are like, "There's more movies coming." Yes, yeah. yeah. Uh, and maybe she will. Maybe they will redeem her. But for this movie, holy shit, was I let down? I'm like Gwendolyn Christie, and she's a Chrome Trooper, and it's she looks so badass. And then basically all she does is get knocked out and then and used to lower the shields to the station. Uh, which leads me to the other thing that I didn't like. The Death Star thing does not bother me. Uh, I was hoping that maybe they could let it stick around for more than one movie as opposed to finding a screw loose that they can pull and then the whole thing falls apart like the other Death Stars did. I felt that was a little too much reliant on what happened in previous Star Wars movies. I thought something of that magnitude maybe wouldn't be something they'd be able to destroy so easily uh but it was and they did that was kind of disheartening uh and also i guess you know i probably could have done without the scene with the uh the giant squid monster things like i really don't know why that was really in there i don't think it needed to be in there uh it was
2: it it was kind of informative so like you know as what han and chewie were you know had what they were up to yeah
1: but I, I think they could have done that without the action scene with the giant squids and stuff. I no, think that, it was absolutely, absolutely needed. I think it' <laughs> wrong. Uh, they, they, I think that was kind of. But just then they flew through
0: to, the squid. Like you had to have that. Yeah, kind <laughs> of cool. I,
1: I guess. I guess. Uh, but I, I didn't particularly care for that scene. So, hmm. um, I know Aaron. Aaron believes there's nothing wrong with it at all. Uh, Jacqueline, was there anything that that you didn't uh, really care for?
0: I mean, I'm not. I mean, it would all be small things as well, but nothing that like really sticks out currently um for me i guess the biggest thing was that they just had a lot of long like they had a lot of like shots that maybe they didn't need that were just quiet um there was that scene at the end in the middle of the fight where all of a sudden ray closes her eyes and like it's one, like i don't know that that just seemed to be like too long of a seat of a shot for me so it was just yeah. like small things like that but
1: yeah. like they like kylo ren and han stared at each other for a little too a little long, too before long. He stabs him
0: Yeah, like, you didn't, yeah, it was stuff like that that it was just, like, a little too long. Like, yeah, maybe you cut, like, ten seconds here, ten seconds there, but it was nothing, like, crazy. Like,
1: it held Um, out just long enough for me to realize, oh, shit, he's gonna kill him before he kills him.
0: Yeah. Uh, Yeah, if they would have done it quicker, I don't know if I would have seen it as fast. You know, like, so. Yeah. But maybe they wanted you to guess. Who knows?
1: Agreed. Um, But overall, we love the movie. Yep. It's... Uh one of the better movies in uh, in the franchise. Where would you put it? Would you put it like is the best or the second best or the third best or where would you put it? For me? Yeah. I know where Aaron has it.
0: Yeah. <laughs> um I'd probably do second best after Empire but um
1: Room for Growth.
0: Room for Growth. Yeah. I I'd probably I didn't go back and watch all of them again before seeing this movie, so
1: I did, including the prequels, so. <laughs> That's yep. sad. Got it, it makes the prequels look so much worse by comparison. Okay. I did machete order. I wasn't uh, fucking around. So okay, so to wrap things up, let's quickly go to the things that we normally do at the end of the podcast. Uh real quick. Uh yes, ladies and gentlemen, Star Wars The Force Awakens did set the all-time box office opening weekend record, uh, handily defeating Jurassic World, which was the current holder at 208 million. I believe it just barely beat out the Avengers when it took the top spot. Uh Star Wars The Force Awakens was Literally a few shaves away from two hundred and fifty million opening, it did two hundred and forty seven mm-hmm. uh really close so is it, that the it, is that the official that is the yeah. official record it owns it yeah um so of course it's the top of the box office uh Creed was at number five, it fell from number four uh the Hunger games finally fell from its top spot. It was there for like four weeks um it's now number four, it only made Good. five million this weekend. Uh, Sisters debuted at number three. I believe that's the Tina Fey, Amy Poehler movie. Yes, it is. Uh, that did 13.9 million, which is actually quite good considering its competition. Uh, yeah. uh unfortunately it did less than Elvin and the Chipmunks, the road chip.
0: I'm going to blame that on the fact that a lot of schools are out.
1: <laughs> yeah. I, well, I want to blame that on whatever parents took their kids to see that instead of Star Wars. Cause I'll tell you what, George Lucas, this new Star Wars movie is also a great kids movie. I know, because I took a kid to it, and she loved it. Um, so yeah, it's a good kids' movie. Uh, it's a little more violent than his than the more cartoony violence in the prequels, but whatever. Um, it did 14.2 million. Obviously, Star Wars did a slightly more than that, at 247 million plus. Um, it, is, uh, it is on track to... I, I think it's definitely on track to be number three all time, uh, whether or not it's going to be able to do better than, say, Titanic or... Avatar is yet to be seen. I guess we'll find out. Um bunch of movies opening in time for Christmas. Uh, let's quickly run through all of those. The Revenant. Uh, that is the Leo DiCaprio, Tom Hardy. Uh, maybe he is. Maybe he is a bear rape movie. Yeah, I was going to say he's
0: not raped by a bear. I don't
2: know. Uh, I don't know. I think they put th- there is that warning
1: on the trailer. There is a um, brief nudity warning.
2: And I'm there's pretty also sure, like, though. there's also there's a pretty gnarly warning about uh, bear dick on
1: the trailer. I didn't know that was one of the new things the MPAA put in their trailers. it's like, yeah, I didn't It's know that an emoji.
0: We about that, it's an emoji. Oh,
1: genitalia. Yeah, um, animal
0: genitalia. Crazy.
1: Yeah.
2: Dom. Hull- Dom. Hull- it also doubles notes. as an Ewok's arm. So that's so <laughs>
1: it. Yeah. Uh, 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 me. Oh, crazy. I know. Most, uh, Aaron's most eagerly anticipated Christmas film this year, Point Break. Hmm. Hmm. Not looking forward mm. to that. Oh no. Fuck. No. Uh, Did they get Gary Busey to to at least pop up in it somewhere. <laughs> No. Ray, well, Ray Winstone is in it. Is that close enough?
2: Uh, is he the
1: British Gary Busey? We're going to have to get a hold of Ben for <laughs> clarification on that. He might be the British Gary Busey. I don't know. <laughs> um, there's a bunch of these opening up. Uh, some of these are unlimited, some of them are wide. Uh, Concussion, starring Will Smith, the movie the NFL doesn't watch. Oh, the see. NFL movie, yeah. yeah. Uh, okay. Everyone
0: should go see that and hate football afterwards.
2: Or just be a Lions fan, and you'll hate football anyway. <laughs> there you go. That's a football <laughs> joke. Uh,
0: That's why I don't get it. That
1: might be the first sports joke we've ever made on a podcast. Excellent sports joke, sir. Uh, <laughs> uh, also opening, Mark Wahlberg and Will Ferrell in Daddy's Home. That would be a movie about two opposing father figures who compete against each other for their children's love. And they're also stepbrothers. That tail No, I don't think they're stepbrothers. No,
0: and and they crash weddings.
1: The the tale is old as time. It's forty percent right now on Rotten Tomatoes. I should note. Mm-hmm. Um, and I guess the biggest release this week is Joy, the J Law movie with uh, Robert De Niro and Bradley Cooper. Presuming this is a sequel to Silver Linings Playbook.
0: And American Hustle.
1: And American Hustle. <laughs> They're all related. It's David O. Russell. He's directing it. Uh, of course he is. It's what's it, it about?
0: It, it's a biopic about the woman who invented the miracle mop, or whatever that thing's called. Um, so we're supposed to buy. It's Jennifer about someone Lawrence who invented a mop. A mop. So we're both. Ooh. We're supposed to buy Jennifer Lawrence as a suburban housewife. Totally do. Yep.
2: Are there not housewives that are that look like Jennifer Lawrence?
0: Ah, uh, not really. I, she's like twenty-four, isn't she? Like, yes. I just I don't buy her as like a mom of three.
1: Oh, who oh, like wants so who that, okay. like invents yeah. a
0: mop? You know what I mean?
1: How does right. How does David O. Russell go from doing the King's Speech to a movie about somebody who made a mop? I don't know. Sixty-three percent on the good tomato.
0: mop, at least. It, it's isn't the miracle mop like supposed to be a really good mop?
1: I don't know. I guess it's a good
2: mop. I, don't I know. have mm. carpet
0: in my house. I don't
2: I can't. I can't believe so see that this movie really doesn't speak to you at all. Then cause <laughs> you no, I'm like or, I'm like where's
0: or where or are Linolo. the vacuums? Right. Um, um,
2: so it's sixty-three. 63- maybe the, the vacuum <laughs> movie will, it will be is called happiness.
1: Happiness. <laughs> yeah. It's a uh, it's sixty-three percent. It's gonna be uh, Zach Zac
2: Efron. He's gonna be a stay at home dad, to a father of
0: nine. Why Zach Efron? I don't. Yeah. Yep. He
2: just vacuumed shirtless.
0: <laughs> Same thing.
1: <laughs> oh, uh, and I forgot one. There's a movie opening two days earlier called The Big Short with uh, mm. Christian Bale, Steve Carell, Ryan Gosling, and Brad
0: Pitt. That looks really good, actually.
1: That's uh, an 85% on yield Rotten Tomatoes uh, tomato meter. So. What's The Big Short about, if you please? Sir? The
0: housing crash.
1: Oh. Yeah, yeah. It's
0: about the guys who predicted the housing crash.
1: Mm-hmm. Uh, it's being directed by Adam McKay. Yep, yep. Oh. Really? mm
0: mm-hmm. mm-hmm.
1: uh and it's getting fairly good reviews okay, so uh we'll close things up. We probably could have talked another hour about Star Wars had we had the time. we did not um there's a million more things. I think we missed about thirty six cameos and uh about a billion other Star Wars references that were like leaked into this movie in various mm-hmm. phases. Um, Kevin Smith is relatively certain there's a a tiny reference to clerks in it uh <laughs> so there there actually is. Have you heard that story no. No. Uh, so um, there's the line where they're they're on the Starkiller base, and Finn is talking about how he was stationed there. And oh, he's in
2: sanitation. He was in
1: sanitation, and there's
2: oh, a that's line. Right.
1: Oh. There's a line in clerks about how like they had to bring in independent contractors to finish at that star because right. all all storm stormtroopers, stormtroopers could install a toilet main. Toilet main. All they know is killing in white uniforms. Yeah. And that... and Kevin Smith did provide additional voice. He's in the cast. He's listed as providing additional voices. So really? there's
0: a lot of people in the additional voices thing. I didn't realize Judah Friedlander was in it. Like
1: yeah, so Judah Friedlander's people. in there. Uh Carrie Fisher's daughter is in there. There's a mm-hmm. bunch of people. Yeah. She was in the, she was a resist- the Princess
0: Leia buns. Yeah. Yes. yeah,
1: exactly. Yeah. That was her. <laughs> she's like, she's like, you wear the goddamn buns. <laughs> right. uh, I'm, I'm done
0: with this shit. <laughs>
1: That's right. I'm too old. Uh, okay. So for uh actually not for everything we talked about this week, because for everything we talked about this week, go to the movie theater. Yes. Uh, but for most of the other things we talked about this week, CinemaGeekly.com. Head on over there. Uh, also, info at CinemaGeekly.com is where you can contribute to the mailbag or tell us how wrong we are about our thoughts on Star Wars. Uh, or how right. Or how right we are. Uh, social media, we're all over the place. Twitter, Facebook, Google+, Plus, YouTube, the Twitch, the Instagram, all under Cinema Geekly. You can find us uh, at all of those places. Uh, and as for the podcast, uh, you can stream it or download it from the website. But as per usual, and I think as is the case with most everybody, you get it on your device. So we're available on iTunes, Stitcher, the TuneIn Radio app, and eventually, I believe, Google Play Podcasts, whenever they decide to launch that thing. Hmm. Uh, so we're we're going to be available on pretty much all your devices. Just search for Cinema Geekly, and I believe that is a wrap. Uh, we might be back next week if there's anything to talk about. But uh, with Star, Star Wars, Wars again, we may just talk more about <laughs> Star Wars, like part two. We'll get Glenn on here, and he can tell us why he thought it was just a three and a half. So uh, it's not
2: official though. You mean it's not official?
1: It's not official until it appears on the website. He's gonna have to write a review. (laughs) He's gonna beat you. So if you're smart, you'll get yours up quick. I just have to. I just have to post my score and and then hit submit. So he's not gonna get it up there. Make it a
2: five, sir. Let's let's get it
1: in the best movie category for the year. Well, I mean, it it already is. Like it could be in a three and a half, and it would make it on our our best of list for the year. So it's gonna be a. It's gonna be above that for sure. Then my six carry some weight. (laughs) (laughs) I think that's an unofficial six.
2: It's it's Uh, official.
1: Okay, uh, we might be back next week. I don't know. Uh, so for Aaron Delosa and Jacqueline Riley, I'm Anthony Lewis. We'll be back uh, eventually with another episode of the Cinema Geekly Podcast. Hi, I'm one of the hosts of Who Made Who Podcast. That's one of the many shows on Cinema Geekly Premium. We rip episodes to bits and do the pondering so you don't have to. We also play games using eBay and stray into Star Trek talk on occasion. You're missing this for the sake of $12. Well, it's time to fix that right now. Go to cinemageekly.com premium and use PayPal and you're all set. You'll also get a load of other shows for your $12, but really, you know you just want to listen to Who Made Who.